to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 268, Nightmare of Eden. My name is John, and joining me every time we need those sweet, 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 sweet drugs is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, where are the drugs? I that's a darn good question. Where are the drugs? Oh my Do goodness! We have to literally burn some monsters and smoke them. I guess so. Yeah, or it, or it sounded like it was them. like a humidifier type thing. I maybe. Yeah, maybe hydroponic mandrels. That's what we need. Hmm. <laughs> Taylor, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I've got a feeling the uh, the drug jokes will will run deep tonight. Oh, it, it's in uh, it's the majority of my notes. Yeah, there you go, there you go, folks. Thanks for joining us. Next time, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, we are in the the home stretch for Christmas at this point. Good God, less than two weeks out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, kind of. Oh boy. Yeah, Just we're a few days getting there. A few days until I'm done with work for the year. Uh, not so much for me, but you know we're uh, we're we're hanging in there. Um, yeah, we uh, we went bowling this weekend. Really? Yeah, we had this. How, week, how was bowling? It was fun. Uh, we both won one Good. game, and then our time was up, so we <laughs> didn't get didn't get to uh, to see who who was declared the winner. Didn't get um, to do the tiebreaker. No, no tiebreaker. Didn't have time. Oh, but uh, it was at a place called Pins with a Z. Oh, you know it's cool if it's got a Z. Yeah, and it actually was uh, pretty cool. They have like a full service restaurant in there as well, and it was uh, wow. Might be the new uh, the new spot. Cool. Yeah, it was it was good Sounds times. Fun. Very crowded. Many many children. Many a children <laughs> birthday party was was had. Oh, I can imagine. Woof. Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> Well, before we get to Nightmare of Eden, we should probably talk about uh, what's making us happy this fortnight. Would you like to go first, sir? Um, sure, right. sure. Um, let me think. Um, you know, I'll say this: I have, um, since we last recorded, taken some decent steps toward kind of like getting in better shape. Oh, um, I don't know. I, I think of myself as the car that has gone 20,000 miles between oil changes. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'm due for a service. All right. I'm due to get the tires rotated and the uh, the fluids checked and everything. And so, um, you know, I mean, ultimately, like I want to obviously I want to live a nice long life and I would like to surf before I'm just too dang old enough. Yeah. Uh, or or my body's too darn worn out enough. Uh, to do it. And so I'm taking some steps and, uh, you know, just kind of getting, getting back on that track of like, Hey, let's not go five years between doctor's appointments or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I get it. We had a pandemic in the middle of all that. So I have a slight excuse or I'm going to use it as a slight excuse. Um, right. But I've, I've been, you know, I've, I've been happy with the, little bit of progress that there has been so far and uh you know with luck that progress will continue and improve um because yeah it's being being flexible and, and moving around and not feeling like oh i can't get up and do anything because parts of me hurt right 
you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm happy for that. And honestly happy because in a couple of weeks, like literally two weeks from right now, we will be down at Disney. Yeah. Very excited for that. Down, down in my neck. Well, an hour past my neck of the woods, but I was going to say, isn't everything South of the grapevine LA, right? Yes. Right. It is. Okay. Technically. So yeah, we'll be <laughs> <laughs> People from San Diego will start tweeting angrily at me. Orange County will start tweeting angrily at me. Well, it's. I joke. Yeah. I joke. <laughs> well, I, I mean. I joke. Riverside is down there somewhere, right? Pasadena. Yeah, somewhere. It's somewhere yeah. around here. Yeah. I think it's before oh. here, I uh, think. Or am I, I thinking of San, San Luis Obispo? Uh, San Luis Obispo is definitely before it down there that's what i'm thinking of. yes yeah no that is what i'm i'm thinking of john what is making you happy well i just remember down by slow there's a, a free birds burrito i think that's the original one and i oh wow i miss that anyway um <laughs> uh what is making me happy this morning well currently taylor i i think last time we recorded i was talking about how um i had ordered a new monitor And I was going to be moving the desk over into the corner. um, Mm -hmm. And we're going to do a lot of uh, moving around in this room. And uh, the moving around is pretty complete. It's just the uh, we got some organizational things to do. But uh, yeah, I am. So I have a new monitor. Um, I have a new desk, which is larger. Technically, I have. We took my old desk and we um, I technically have an l-shaped desk but a not a lot a not a lot is going on on the the l part okay uh but yeah so i have my fan next to me i have my playstation um and i upgraded my webcam so i have a, a newer webcam and i got some new lighting um so a lot is going on over here in my little neck of the woods, uh, which is making nice. me happy. Yeah, the setup's almost complete. I can start streaming again soon, so I'm pretty excited about that. What else? Um, the owner of the Mets has been spending like an, a madman, which makes me happy because it's not my money. But <laughs> I've seen the team. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some of your tweets and some of Terry's tweets. Yeah, wow. it's uh, yeah, it's it's nice to have an owner that um didn't get um ripped off in a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> That, that tends to help. Mm, sweet, sweet Ponzi schemes. Uh, yeah, so that that's nice. Um, what else? I got I got a new Jets jersey finally after I ordered a size bigger. Uh, right. And, yes, I remember that story. Yeah, and it, it was like a I don't even know what was going on, but I finally got my my new jersey. Took a while, but that's making me happy. What else? We went bowling. Lauren thinks it's going to be her new hobby, which I am super down for. Um, maybe I'll get a um, a TARDIS bowling ball. <laughs> that would be cool. I don't know something, something <laughs> like that. All all the line, all the lanes of time and space. Where would you like to go? Yes, I think that'd be fun. Like I, I I've always liked uh, liked bowling, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just. Um, Never really got into it, but Lauren's like, yeah, I kind of want to make this a hobby. And I'm like, I want a custom bowling ball all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> what else is going on? Yeah, what else? we're getting rain. It's cold down here. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We got about an inch and a third of rain on just Saturday. Yeah, we got some nice rain over the weekend. Oh, I went to Universal yeah. Studio. I had the most chill trip of all time. 
I went with a uh, friend of the show, uh, Justin Keyzon. Oh, yes. He appeared yes. on our um, episode. Enemy. Enemy of the World. Enemy of the World. Go check it out. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, we we went there and we it was the most chill day because we had the buy one day, get a second day free. And we were just like, you know what? Let's just see all the shows. Mm-hmm. And that's all we did because they're they're getting rid of the special effects show and the uh, like animals from the movie show. And okay. we, were, we were like, let's just go see those. And we watched Waterworld and then we just called it a day. We ate at Bubblegum Shrimp. So it was very touristy. Nice. So that was fun. I had a good time. Um, I'm looking forward to work not being as insane these last couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, I think that's everything that's making me happy. Cool. Yeah. Well, before we get to uh, Nightmare of Eden, we are going to talk about some Who news. Indeed. Yeah. We um, Thanks to uh, Doctor Who magazine. So... We're getting this from TV Zone UK, but by way of Doctor Who magazine, and uh, uh, we've got some solid information for Series 14 and and the specials and all this stuff going forward. This is this is really exciting news. Um, so we know that Doctor Who returned with three special episodes November of next year, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then. Um, Shurigatwa will make his first full appearance over the festive period in 2023. Yes. Um, And then obviously we will go into the next season from that. So it says here, showrunner Russell T. Davies has today confirmed that series 14, the first series with Shurigatwa in the title role will be, get ready for this, eight episodes long. Yes, eight episodes long. Okay. Now part of me is like, But there's a quote from Russell. He goes, okay, that's fewer episodes episodes than the last full season. But give us time. We have plans, and that's a promise. And I believe and it. If there is, <laughs> yeah, if there's anybody who can say that and have me go, okay, Russell, I'll trust you. Yeah. I'll roll with you on this. It's, it's him. Yeah. So accompanying the eight-episode series every year. Yeah, every year. Let's Thank pa- you. Let's, let's, pa- let's pause and, and restate that. Every year yes. will be an annual Christmas special. Uh, Russell reveals in Doctor Who magazine for the first time ever, I'm writing a Christmas special at Christmas. And this isn't for next year. No, the 2023 script has long since signed off. The new one is for the end of the year. Tw- He's writing the 2024 Christmas special right now. Love it. That is fan flippin' tastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so he also addresses the extended like 13 month gap between uh, the um, last episode and the first of the 60th anniversary specials. He says, Hey, look, it takes a while to get the empire in shape, but that is a serious plan. Annual doctor who no gap years, lots of content on and on. Yes. Thank you. Hot damn. Let's go. Finally. I am so here for it. And again, I get it. We had we had the uh, we had COVID. We couldn't really plane didn't really get out of the yep. out of the gate. But um, yep. you know, sorry. Here we are. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. So last couple little bit of tidbits in here is that when we saw that glimpse of Shudigawa, someone tell me what the hell is going on. Um, he's revealed that that cloudy background used for that shot was a one-off. You'll never see that again because the actual location would give away too much. Oh, that's fun. 
Oh, RTD, I love you. (laughs) Uh, I know, I know. And, excitingly enough, the... uh, um, uh, both Shooty and Millie met with the show's costume designer on Halloween for their first fitting. Oh man! So I would like to I would like to think that more than a month later, costumes are probably locked in. Yeah, and they we they they know what they're going to look like. Some other people know what they look like, but we don't know yet. I love it. Not yet. Not yet. So uh, our other two stories this this time around are a little sad. We haven't had to report any passings lately, um, but just this weekend, uh, Chris Boucher, creator of Leela and writer of many Tom Baker era stories, including Image of the Fendal, which I almost chose. Ah, I was going to say that's this the only episode. one. That's the only one of his stories we have not. We have not. Uh... Yeah, have not done. Yeah, he has passed away at the age of seventy nine. Yeah, robots of death and faces mm-hmm. of the face of evil. Face um, of evil. Yep. Yeah, we enjoyed both of those. I believe face, fa- oh, uh, the face of evil was the one where uh, the guy had the crazy hand helmet. Yes, the glove helmet. The yes. glove helmet. And it's, it's it's the one that introduces Leela. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and and also. Uh, in the news, um, Shirley Coward, uh, she actually created the very first regeneration effect, has passed at age 88. Oh, well, I mean, that is uh, a vision mi- a vision mixer. Yes. Um, and it's it's kind of interesting how um, how this kind of came about. Um, and it, it says there's a link in the show notes so you can read the whole thing. But I'm just going to read these two little um paragraphs here uh at the end of the story william hartnell collapsed before regenerating into patrick troughton no clear plan had been made as to how to achieve this transformation with one thought being that hartnell could just cover his face with a cloak before it was removed to reveal reveal troughton's face um so coward suggested to director derek martinus that they could take advantage of a fault on the second bank of her vision mixing desk which was causing the incoming image to break up so she's like, I've got this piece of equipment that's not behaving properly. Let's <laughs> use this to our advantage. By using this distorted effect and mixing between banks of the vision mixer, Coward could produce a much more spectacular regeneration effect. That's amazing. Thank you, Broken Technology, for giving us the regeneration effect. Yes. Love it. Absolutely love it. Love it. So, yeah, it was, man, yeah. She's she worked on at least I think it says here at least forty four episodes of Doctor Who. Wow, as the Vision Mixer, yeah, that's crazy, and created an effect that we uh, that jump started regeneration. Yeah, exactly. At least for the most part in Classic Who. Oh yeah, I feel like they use that that sort of technique a lot. Mm -hmm. Love it, absolutely, absolutely. So you know, big salutes. Yeah, salutes all around this week. To uh, yeah, both of them. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, this week we watched Nightmare of Eden, starring Tom Baker as the Doctor, Lala Ward as Ramana, David Brierly as the voice of K Nine, and Louis Fiander as Trist. Written by Bob Baker and directed mostly. I'm sure there's a story note about that by oh, Alan yes. Bromley. It first aired November 24th through December 15th. Hey, 1979. Yeah. Look at that. And it is the fourth Movie. story. 
of season 17. Yes, you were saying? Right between episodes three and four. Right? Yeah, look at that. That's great. All right, and we have, um, a, I'm going to say a smidgen. A smidgen of a story notes. It's not a ton. No, brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. <clears throat> That's right. We love a good working title. And, well, I mean, this one had the working title of Nightmare of Evil. Uh, eh. Eh. I think eh. we're fine where we're at. Yeah, I, I think we've got enough episodes that end in of evil. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Vraxen was originally called Xylophilin or Zip. Oh, boy. Uh, but was changed so as to not sound appealing to kids. Lala Ward strongly supported this change. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's not appealing. Hey, kids. Zip is. Want to have some zip? You want some yep, zip? Exactly. Let's exactly. go find some crazy monsters and burn them alive. Yep. <clears throat> but, but instead, we're calling it Vrax. Yes which he's just, you know, part of the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so this was the only Doctor Who story of the classic series that Bob Baker wrote without Dave Martin. And this was his last contribution to the franchise until Mind Snap in 2010, which I don't remember if was that like an animated one. What the heck is Mind Snap? Mind Snap Doctor Who. Mind Snap TV story. Ah, was it, uh, wait, uh, it? It was in the 22nd. Jeez. <laughs> it was the 22nd episode of K9. Oh. Which is a show. I, I mean, we were talking about it before we started recording. We might get to the point <laughs> <laughs> where we're watching K9. No <laughs> offense, K9. Find the old Kenan and Company episodes, the old, uh, uh, what, Searching Out Science. We'll get Mike Solko on for that because he loves those. It was what? Wait, it was what? Oh, so this was like, okay, got it. All right. Never mind. <laughs> That's all right. So according to accounts by visual effects designer Colin Mapson and assistant floor manager Val McCrimmon, no relation to Jamie McCrimmon, mm. uh, director Alan Bromley simply didn't understand how to direct the program efficiently. Oh, okay. And wasn't interested in learning. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, consequently, he resigned from the project in the midst of principal photography. Producer Graham Williams himself finished the project. Colin Mapson, longtime veteran of the program, flatly called it, without doubt, the most disastrous Doctor Who I've ever been involved in. Holy moly. Okay, so, so Alan Bromley directed The Time Warrior and Nightmare of e some of Nightmare of Eden. Those are the only wow. two episodes or serials. Time Warrior. Yeah. That's, okay. Third that's Doctor, Santarans. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Two-parter, right? No, four-parter. Um, four-parter. I think so, yeah. Four-parter. So when production finally wrapped, crew members were presented with T-shirts saying, I'm relieved the nightmare is over, which is like one of the last episode, last lines of the fourth episode. That is hilarious. I know. <laughs> Just... Yeah, that's oh brilliant. God. Brilliant. Despite quitting midway through production, Alan Bromley did receive the director's credit on all four episodes. Now he didn't even he didn't even well that was probably in his contract. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't so know. wait, he so he resigned from the project in the midst of principal. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yep. Wow. Wow. He flipped wow. Some tables. Said I'm out. Yeah. Got his sweet sweet directing credit. <laughs> for well, not doing anything i guess wow uh, yeah all right 
The images on the view screen are actually recycled images of planet surfaces from the Space 1999 episodes, The Full Circle, Guardian of Piri, and Matter of Life and Death. Uh, and if you've never watched Space 1999, it's um, it's it's, it's kind a of show. A it's a show. Yeah. <laughs> this was this was a. I'm pretty sure it's British. It was one of these things where I forget something happens and like the moon gets knocked out of orbit. So everybody like on the moon base that's there, including Martin Landau. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, you know, they've got to like figure out a way to survive and all that kind of stuff. It was it was a show. Huh. There, there is a fandom for it. Indeed. A show. I remember seeing some episodes. Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, lastly, Doreen James was supposed to design the costumes, but she quit the series following a dispute with Lola Ward on City of Death. Oh, no. But the City of Death costumes were great. I know, which might explain why Romana is just basically like wearing a gray in, dress. Yeah. And and like that's that's really it. I didn't Although hate I it. Do, I thought it was nice. No, I mean, I didn't hate it either, but I do feel like in, insofar as companions are concerned, I do feel like Romana uh, goes through possibly the most costume changes. Oh, absolutely. tenure. Yeah, absolutely. She does. All right. Sorry. I was just looking at our, our monsters this week and I'm just, I would, I'm oh, yeah. surprised there's no, there was no notes on their design at all. No, that's really. wild. Anyway. All right. So, yeah. Um, okay, Taylor, before we get into it and before we discuss these crazy, uh, drug monsters, you have a world famous <laughs> synopsis for us, so take it away. All right, the Doctor, Romana, and K-9 just happen to show up at the site of an intergalactic traffic accident. Yep, two yeah. ships get stuck together, but is it really just happenstance and poor planning on the part of a drugged out pilot? Meanwhile, a hilariously German-accented scientist in equally goofy spectacles has been working on his own carnival of monsters, but the tech isn't quite there yet as clam-headed monsters come spilling out. Tossing the galactic TSA, doing some drug sniffing and some finger pointing before everyone comes clean. And much of this story is one big nightmare of Eden. Oh, all right, Taylor. Overall thoughts on Nightmare of Eden. You know, I I mean, I dug it. Yeah, it was all right. You know, I, I, I did pick this story going, OK, it looks like they're kind of trying to push an anti-drug message. You know, I, I always think of episodes with like really over the top messages and i compare it on like the orphan 55 scale yes i still have feelings about orphan 55 um <laughs> but boy um so i knew it was probably going to be kind of kind of a goofy episode yeah right so i kind of went in expecting that and and realistically looking at it kind of in the grander scheme of things it's really kind of a middle of the road episode as far as this era's stories go it's not especially memorable right but it's not like oh god okay this is garbage we just need to push it over here <laughs> um but yeah let's not forget this is season 17 this is the season that gave us stuff like city of death yeah that gave us Duggan and the Duggan scale. Yes. Uh, which I think just recently, within the past month, I think we passed the eighth anniversary of watching City of Death. Oh, really? Yep. Love it. Yep. Uh, so, gotta 
got to pay tribute to that. But it, like, I'm just going to jump ahead to the what I recommended. I not necessarily, not unless you want to be a completist and be like, I've seen every story in season 17. Yeah, I mean, um, I liked it well enough. Um, I thought the twist was interesting. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought that was very clever. The the clear um, anti drug message was uh, was um, it was something. Um, it was something. Who did we? That guy at the beginning. What was his name? Seca or something like that. Yes, that so. guy. I I immediately saw him and I was like, I I'm gonna hate this guy just immediately, <laughs> regardless of if he's on the drugs or not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it was. It was fine overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know there were some not great things, but there were some some really good things. I mean, just off the top of my head, uh, I thought all the set pieces looked great. Yeah, I thought the um, our control panel looked really cool. Gotta love a good control panel. Yeah, and then there's like we're in like the server room at one point that I thought I thought every, all the corridors looked cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I, and the monster design, I think the monster design is unique. Um, <sighs> is it like scary? Kind of, but I mean, I would, I would, I, I wouldn't be mad if we saw them again. I think that, yeah, I, I mean, think, yeah, when you see the mandrels, um, and I'm just going to pretend they're all named Barbara yes. because of Barbara mandrel, um, anybody who gets that, thank you. But when you see them, like they're full outfit and there's not like a close up, they're not popping out of a wall or something, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, their, their look, it's, it's really kind of heavy metal. It is. It looks like it, like it would be on like, a uh, oh boy, it would be on a mortification, uh, album cover. Oh boy. I got to yeah. listen to that album again. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, when you really kind of see them like in, in a, in a wider shot, you know, it's, I could see these guys at like a rock concert. Yeah, absolutely. And I just looked up. So side story about, uh, I just mentioned mortification, uh, the cover, I'm going to send you this. They looks like they would fit right into the cover of whatever this, uh, mass of nonsense is. Um, <laughs> but I got this album from my local library. Um, wow. and I remember being like, this seems too metal for the public library. But, uh, anyway, sorry, little tangent there. Okay. So this, oh, band, I'm, I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. A Christian extreme metal band. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Um, listen, everybody's got to rock out. Okay. <laughs> sure which album cover are we look oh at did it not is... did it not send you to it, the actual it, it it honestly it sent me to the the what is it the differentiation oh what a on Wikipedia. just the the album that's the last one it's not extreme embarrassment it's <laughs> the mortification album um 1991 yeah you got a bunch of demons coming out of I don't know what's going on there. That is that's yeah, that's an interesting that's an interesting cover. Yeah, and they I'll give you that. I they scream that. about Jesus, apparently. That okay. I mean, <laughs> hey, sure. Not at him, about him. Not only that, they're Australian. Yeah. There's a lot they're going an on there. Australian huh? Christian extreme metal band. Yeah. 
I don't you really don't even know what to say. I don't it's it's kind of like uh after we finish Nightmare of Eden. I really don't know what to say. That's I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very fair point. Um anyway, sorry everyone for the random tangent, but uh, uh <laughs> monster design great. Really like it. Loved it. Um yep. set yep. design also loved it. Graphics uh they were okay i think it's like one of those things where it's like they were working with what they had they were emblematic of the era like we had but you know what's also funny like there's that one scene where i think the doctor gets does he get zapped into oh it's episode three is this where they're separating the ships Yes. yes and we it's like we get some crazy you know effects that like somebody is on drugs right because he if i remember at the shot is he looks like he's running toward the camera yes trying to stay on the empress and not kind of like get separated onto onto the hecate which is the um the smaller ship that's piloted by a guy named diamond dy yeah no andy um uh and his very 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 silver spacesuit yes oh boy Oh boy! Well, there's a, there's a lot of shiny costumes. Yeah, it felt like there's somebody a got a discount on shiny things. Either that, or this was all left over from Elton's John Elton John's tour the previous year. Ooh, maybe, maybe I will. Okay, so let's let's even th- our intergalactic TSA had like yes, sparkly like, but it was black sparkles, but it was still sparkly. It was. So let's talk. Let's talk about our costuming here because I think. They also, um, they did. So, it, it sounded like all of production was a was a um, a disaster. But I gotta say, they did some clever things that I kind of just caught, and mm-hmm. I was like, that was really cool that they did that because you know it's BBC. You get what you get, and you have to figure it out. So, and also a lot of extras in this in one yes. scene. A lot of extras. We have. <laughs> so okay, so we are on. The main story takes place on this like charter uh, ship that is going through space, yeah. and then we the um, Empress, yes, and we somehow by complete accident uh, phase into another ship, and we're stuck together, but nobody's hurt. Everything is fine. Um, yeah, so they've kind of Philadelphia experimented themselves together. Yes, um, and we got a lot of shiny, shiny people. Uh, holding hands um <laughs> yes. and so so we have uh, our passengers on this ship and they are all in there and again this is very clever um they are all in the same exact i can't remember it's to protect them from space things when they travel space things right it's something like that i don't know they literally they literally look they they have got on silver hoodies yes and sunglasses and they honestly they look like they should be out in the nevada test range waiting for an atomic bomb test yes that's exactly that, that exactly what they look like go look at old footage of of what those people wore yeah. in a lot of those tests and you were like oh they were coming back from from witnessing that yes so the the clever thing is uh at one point the doctor is chasing i believe he he is dressed exactly as one of these people yes um and the first thing they do that's clever i was talking about how cool the set pieces are we have this elevator set piece 
um, which clearly it's they make it seem like he has gone into the elevator, our our person that has run away, mm. and the doctor takes the stairs, which is just marked stairs, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> um, so he goes in there, and then we see a flight of stairs, and he's running as fast as he can up these stairs. There's literally only one flight of stairs, like, and they just filmed him running over and over and over again. And then mm-hmm. he just comes out the same door, but it makes it feel like he has traveled very far. Um, and, yet, you know, that's that's pretty clever. But the thing that I was like, this is impressive, is when he's running through our um, our shiny people and he keeps running and, you know, they literally just had one room with everybody in it. <laughs> and they just said, all right, now switch seats and run yep. through again. And it, it's just brilliant. And they... The editing was really nice on it too. Um, I thought it was it was very clever. I liked it. Yeah, no, it definitely was. Um, and yeah, because they're, they're they're and it's funny they 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 called them pallets, like the the passenger cabins. Ah, uh, yes, they're called pallets, and I'm like, why would you call them pallets? Just I don't, I don't know. I think about wood pallets, but yeah, what do I know? Um, and and it's hilarious because even even at one point, like. You know, obviously, these all these passengers are trying to get to. I think this planet is called Azure, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, and and at one point, it, it really doesn't matter, because right? They right. never get there. No. <laughs> but at one point, one of the uh, one of those passengers in their their silver atomic gear um, is is complaining to someone like we've been waiting all this time and da, 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 da. And it was, I think it's episode four. It might've been episode three, but it's like, like one of the mandrels like comes out of nowhere, you know, kills her and then kills the other guy. Yes. And it's like, well, you're definitely never getting to that planet now. No. And then <laughs> there's, uh, our captain who's watching them all just get murdered. And he's like, <laughs> just laughing. Yeah, because at that, yeah, at that point in the story, he he is on. He loves drugs. Yes. Uh, he yeah, he's on the Vrax. He's on it. Um, and, and and apparently, apparently, if you want to make it really clear to an audience that that a character is on drugs, that just everything's funny. Yeah. That you're just hysterical. You're like you're hopped up on goofballs. Yes. And and you're just la- like everything, you know. Hey, this person got limbs torn off. That's freaking hilarious. Yes, you're clearly on drugs. That's Absolutely. that's how that works. And even when not a care in the okay, world. Okay, so here's I don't know if I just missed what happened, but at one point our intergalactic TSA um, arrests the captain. Yes, and handcuffs him. And I swear to God, a couple of scenes later. Like this is coming up to the end of episode three. Um, Romana comes onto the bridge because she's got to activate something at a very specific time. And the captain is there and not handcuffed and uh, seemingly not arrested, but also going through withdrawals without really looking like he's taking it all that seriously. Oh, no. Yeah. The, that's when he's like, you got to give me the stuff. Yeah. I know like, you okay. have the stuff. <laughs> You've got the stuff, man. Do you know what this is like? Uh, yeah, like this reminds me of. Have you ever seen the IT crowd when it's like you wouldn't steal? Like, yes. don't you've seen that, right? That's what yes. that this reminds me of. Like, Freaking if you take drugs, you're gonna go crazy and you're gonna get murdered. 
Yep. Uh, that's kind of how it, how it feels. But that is that is one of the things about this episode that I feel kind of... I, I mean, I don't know if it's really you know an effect of like... Obviously, when you have a director quit partway through principal photography, it, I'm sure it affects the actors. Yeah. Right? They're like, what the hell's going on? Right? Our leader has just bailed on us, basically. Um, but I feel like there was a lot of stuff where it... Like, you know, when the captain is going through his withdrawals and, and like, you know, threatening Romana, you don't feel that threat. He does. He doesn't look anguished. You know, yeah. he, he, he just he just looks like the captain. He's kind of going through the motions. And, and further on in that scene, there's a point where he's about to strike Romana and somebody comes in with a like laser pistol and shoots him yes and and i was i was watching this at a at a slightly accelerated speed just because i didn't have a whole lot of time to get through the last two episodes today Mm -hmm. and even at that slightly accelerated speed you could tell that it's like he pauses you know somebody's like okay he's zapping you now oh because they do the effect afterwards like there's there's just such long gaps yeah even when things were sped up a little bit you know, so, and I'm watching it like one and a quarter speed. Yeah. So you speaking of that, when you're when you're you're basically like the and now they give you the direction and it's like and now you've been shot and you are dead. Um, yeah. There is a part where where is it? Let me see. Um, I made sure to take a note of it because I thought it was really funny. Uh, it's in part four where um, I don't believe she dies. I think she just gets she just gets shot and stunned. But she gets Please. shot in the chest, like mm-hmm. high in the chest, and she goes, ah, and holds her stomach and falls over. <laughs> so I feel Man. like uh, somebody didn't get a note. I think this, and, and this was, this wasn't Della. This wasn't like Trist's assistant, right? This was Gal in like a brown. No, I think it, uh, was it Della? It might've been Della. Okay. Yeah, I think Della does get she does get shot at one point, she, right? She does get shot, and I was like, "Oh, dang, she's dead!" And I was like, "Oh no, she's stunned." It's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, no, it is Della. She does get shot. Okay, um, okay yeah, okay. it's her in part four. Yeah, she, a few people she, get shot with laser pistols. Yeah, in part four folks. <laughs> um, yeah, hurt, hurt, but alive. Yes, yes. And I just, I suppose we should talk about Trist and his machine and his. Oh, this his, guy's great assistance i love i don't i don't know if this is the guy's i I can't imagine this is his actual speaking voice uh let's see where where tris i'm i'm where feander is from i'm really hoping that this is an accent that he is affecting for this character because it just makes it that much funnier lewis feander where are you from australian stage screen and tv actor Oh, well, he's definitely not German then, so no. that, or Austrian. That answers that. No, he is he is us he is Australian. Oh man, I wonder if he was in a Christian extreme metal band. Ever. He might have been. Listen, back. you never know. Um, <laughs> and sometimes you never want to know, and that's yeah, okay too. True. Um, but yeah, it, Trist, like he, I would say he is the standout role. Oh, absolutely. In this story he does his part well enough that you really hate him at times yeah and i mean he even does the um it it's such a like you know how like 
someone's playing like a, a straight role and then it's like, oh, now I'm evil. I never really felt mm-hmm. like anything was too out of out of pocket with him. I think he stayed consistent in his. I, um, yeah. Yeah. Because he's I he literally so, I believe him when he says I literally just wanted to do my research. But I found out about this drug and how much I could make. Um, yeah. He basically is drug running in order to fund his science yes and it's it's great because he um he actually this is all a big setup to transfer the drugs uh the joining of the ships which is uh great i thought that was very very clever and a nice little turn yeah totally in terms of like story you spend got what three more than three episodes yeah going well, these 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 it's it's an accident. They crashed into each other and stuff, and like then it turns out it's like no, this was actually yeah, this is planned. I think the We're first doing it to make a transfer. It's like oh yeah, okay. I think the first um, indication you get that like something might be up is uh, when Diamond is talking to I I just the the head um, the fuzz yes. And he's like, well, my ship's gone. I'm going to leave. And he's like, no, you have to stay because you oh, were yes. so off course. I don't even understand yes. why, what you were doing out here, but I need you. And so that's kind of the first indication you get that something is up. Right. But it, you, you don't even really think about it because it's just like, well, I mean, a ship materialized. Like, who cares? Like, if he was off course, he's <clears throat> who knows? But then it turns out he technically was not off course and it was all part of a big drug running plan yeah exactly and and trist does such a great job kind of like like gaslighting the other characters yes to try and like throw the scent off himself like yes. he, he does that really really well which at the same time really really makes me hate him because it's like it's clear at a point that it's like oh you're totes behind this thing yeah you know and so the fact that he's able to kind of like keep misdirecting for a little while, it's just like, Oh no, no, you need to get your comeuppance. Yes. This can't be a Chibnall era episode. You can't get away. Yeah. And I mean, his, his other, uh, his research is he's basically, um, what is it? The continuous event trans transmuter. I believe so. Yes. Um, and C-E-T. yes. And it basically, um, you know, you min- you minimize and shrink down uh, things and spaces. I think yeah. somebody said who I think um, Romana explained it like leaving a leaving a bald spot on a planet. Yeah, basically, and minimizing like, it. You know, here's yeah, here we we've, we've basically scraped away. You know, this small section this and kept acres. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it literally is basically like Carnival of Monsters, the third Doctor story. Yes. Um, but he's doing it to, I mean, uh, I feel like somebody says, oh, it's for his own private circus, but he claims that's not why he's doing it. Um, which I assume that is, again, I feel like he felt everything he was doing, uh, was to further his research. I don't think he was just like, and then I'll, well, besides, um, besides Eden where the, uh, yeah. That's that's the one where he's like, oh, these are drugs. I can sell them and murder my assistant. Um, so oh, it turns out isn't dead. Yes, and let me tell you, that scene and is an undercover cop. What? Oh yeah, and he's and he's an undercover cop. Yeah. Wow. 
Really? I know. It's just like really messed <laughs> up on that, Trist. Um, yep. Which I guess if he's an undercover cop, that kind of makes it seem like they were on to Trist from the beginning. Was he always shady? It, I mean, <clears throat> I'm assuming this, you know, this, this drug running of the Vrax, um, because it was, it was around for a while and then it was like outlawed, like outlawed so extensively that they literally destroyed a planet to destroy the drugs. Yes. The source of it, which is kind of insane, but okay, we'll run with it. Um, and so, so yeah, it's, I feel like I, I mean, I'm assuming that Stott, who is our, um, our character stuck on Eden, stuck in the CET, yes. dead, our, our undercover cop. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that he and our sparkly TSA agents are, are from different enforcement agencies. Yes. Um, and so they, they may not be sharing the same information. So Trist may have been on somebody's radar, but not on our sparkly TSA. Right radar that's that's kind of how i just kind of sorted out in my head mm-hmm. um hmm, okay yeah i mean that makes sense um but i was gonna say when we first call up eden in the uh in the cet yes. um we have um della who i oh is it della or is it um romana someone is like looking into it and then like it zooms in slowly and you see like a pair of eyes. Oh gosh. I forget. I, I think that might've been Ramana. I mean, but. I can't remember, but that was so disturbing. I thought they did a really good job <laughs> yeah, with that. Sure. Um, yeah, that was uh ooh, did a good job. And also I thought like the Eden set was, was pretty cool. I thought that was mm-hmm. cool. I love how they jumped into it. I think that that was just fun. And then yeah. it's also equally as funny when they call them, they call them back up at the end and just take them. They just step oh, in and take them. That really was fantastic. I, I have to say for as, as almost hokey as parts of this story is the fact that the doctor manages to tweak the CET to basically like capture our fleeing bad guys Yes. So that all they have to do is basically step into the CET and grab them. And there's there's no resistance. There's no struggle at all. They're just like, well, we've been foiled by our own tech. Yeah, it's great. I guess we're done for. You know, it, 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 that was pretty funny. I love it. That's that's one of those nice kind of like, you can't quite call it a deus ex machina. Right. Um, but it was just like, well, how are we going to get them? Uh, well, we already have this technology here. Why don't we just use this to do this with that? And ta-da! Oh, boy. And there you go. But not before, because apparently there's a lot of mandrels. Yes. On, oh. on the loose, <laughs> on this ship. Yeah, there's and a the bunch doctor, of them. There's, there's a lot. And when one of them gets electrocuted, we find out that they, I don't know, desiccate. Basically dry up into a, a pile of, of white ash that you could then you know uh, uh do what you will lines and oh i mean i mean i mean do what you will with to uh do, to do become a different state of mind yes the mandrels right. are drugs people they're made of pure <laughs> drugs <laughs> soylent green is people mandrels are drugs there you go there we go that's that's a this is your brain 
this is your brain on mandrels. Yes. Um, that might have to be our alternate title. Um, but, but <laughs> the doctor somehow using his dog whistle that he uses for canine. Uh, yeah. By the way, canines, by the way, canines in this episode. Oh, right. Yeah. Canines in this episode. And I will say this is the first time that I have watched a canine with uh, David Briarly and went, wow, that is not the voice of canine. <laughs> Right. No offense yeah. to David Briarly, but that was the first time I went, oh boy, this sounds nothing like K9. But again, this sounded like Completely it was a nightmare, weird. so everybody was probably just, let's get out of here as soon as possible. Pretty much, pretty much. So somehow the dog whistle calms them, like they're less growly. He becomes the... Um... Not the Pied Piper. The Pied Piper. It is the no, Pied Piper. No, the Pied Piper. It is the Pied Piper. The Pied Piper of Eden. Um, yes. And he's like just and stringing them along to this other other's room, basically. Yep. And then probably one of the the funniest moments of this entire story happens, and we had to clip the audio for it. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So he br- so he opens up Eden in the the CET, and he jumps in there. And uh, and then this happens. This way, not that way. This. Oh. Ooh. Ah. Ah. Oh, my fingers, my arms, my legs, ah. my everything. Oh. And he's fine. It's that last bit. Oh. Uh, and then he's fine. He is. His, his clothes are torn up, but he's fine. Yeah. it It's kind of funny, John. If you listen to that, there's a point where it's like, growl, and then it just drops. Like the audio oh, yeah, the audio drops. drops. Really. And it's like, oh, shoot, that was that's a loop. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's looped, and then it kind of starts over, and it's just like, oh, my God, you guys. You can't loop something and have the end really loud and the beginning really quiet. Come on. <laughs> They tried. Come on. But it was. It was really funny. Oh, my arm. Oh, my legs. Oh, my everything. Oh. Yeah, and then he's just fine. Um, yep. And that's kind of when we uh, um, re- reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. Um, More or less, yeah. Yeah, and actually, this was... Um, we get the scene where Trist is getting taken away, and he tries to, like, plead with the doctor... And the doctor is just very cold, coldly. Oh yeah, go away. Yes, go away. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, he's like, you understand? You're a man of science. Go away. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, I do it. I, I like it. I mean, for as as goofy and animated as as the fourth doctor can be when he's when he's serious and 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 dark. Yeah. And cold like that, it it's almost more impactful because yeah. he's such a goofball all the rest of the time. Yeah, um, I have I have to say though, I did. I'm I'm not going to use it until the end of the month. But there was one particular scene that I I turned into a, a little gif. Oh, great! That that we will use to ring in the new year, thanks to Romana. And and a little bit of the captain. <laughs> Great, love it. Uh, and and it's just perfect. It just it just worked right. I don't. I couldn't use it on any other year. But we watched this at just the right time. Love it. So stay tuned to our Twitter. Assuming Twitter's still around at the end of the year, or uh, check out Hive, which will be back soon. 
I hope so. We'll no, see. It, it will be. They, I've been. Yeah. I follow. I follow them on Twitter, which is weird. But, oh, yeah, that's that's handy. Yeah, they're almost. They're almost back. They're they're getting there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good deal. Uh. Well, I mean, do we have anything else to? Uh... I'm trying to think. Oh, when I think when the Doctor and Romana, beginning of episode three, when they first go into Eden. And then they talk about going east. I don't think that's actually a John Steinbeck reference. But these vines. Oh, my God. That, quote, unquote, attack the doctor. Uh, uh, thank you for mentioning it, because yes. uh, holy moly. I was hoping there was some sort of story note about this. There's not, but that big old tentacle. So, yeah. That he basically, like, chomps. He what? takes a bite out of it, and then one of the production crew just like pushed down on a lever and just, <laughs> just, just like all this green Swipped goop out. just goes all yeah. over the place. And then he talks to her. He's like, Oh, it wasn't all that bad. It wasn't all like, that bad. Doctor, what the hell? Yeah. I'm like, ew. Yeah. It was pretty gross, but <laughs> it was. like, it's out of nowhere. It's so strange. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I, that's the only other thing I wanted to make note of because it was so just, out there yeah it it uh it really was all right <laughs> well i'm going to uh to hit some buttons now hit him i've got all the machinery i need stand back it's um i mean what did we really have i mean we had some guns being shot i don't think we really had anything being blown up we did have um uh, what did we? What did we really have? We had the mandrels well, murdering all those people. Yep. We also had the mandrel turning into drugs. Yes, turning into drugs right before our very eyes. I mean, I'm just assuming there should be more of a purification process to it. But what do I know? No, I mean the I the pu- it. They are as pure as they can be, right? Wow. As they have uh, they have deceased. Wow. I assume. Sure. I don't know. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't really. There really wasn't anything to I mean, uh, the, the the doctor's beat down. <laughs> oh, where he hugs the where he hugs the. Uh, well, I mean, there's, oh, it, there's it's off screen, off screen. Literally, the, the yeah, the yeah. Hitchcockian uh, less is more, <laughs> where you That's don't right. see it. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to. There was also that point where he tries to, I assume, fight, um, hug, attack it. Yes, which you know. He tried. Um, Hugs, not drugs. No, yeah. Well, oh, interesting. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. This is probably like a I'd, uh, two. Oh wow! I don't even think that's. I think that's being too generous. I wow. Yeah. I was. I was. I was a little bit more in the four range. All right. I just based on. I don't know. Like like. You know, that passage is like getting attacked is kind of like out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted, we don't have some truly like classic Duggan moves. Nobody picks up a chair and throws it through. A no. You know, nothing like that. Yeah. But, eh, you know, some, hey, some of our more interesting ones are when our Duggan scales are not like half a point apart. True. That is true. So, you know, be that as it may. Indeed. This one I'm I'm very interested to hear. <laughs> Gathering close, it's time for the behind the close scale. 
All right, Taylor, what what do we got for this? I'm a little interested. I'm I really I don't think it's all that scary. Um the 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 mandrels themselves, they're more grumpy than they are menacing. <laughs> yeah. Right? They growl somehow without even opening their mouth. Yes. We don't know if they got sharp teeth, maybe they gum their victims to death, who knows. No. We don't know. Yeah, that's right? true. We do not do not know. They just look like the giant clam heads with, you know, green eyes. Yeah. Basically. Which don't get me wrong, does look cool. Yeah. It does look cool. But it's it's very I think it's very you could tell it's very clearly just a costume, right? That that yeah. that's that's I don't think even a younger viewer is going to look at that and go, I'm terrified by it. Right. Um you know, they they might look at it and be kind of fascinated by it. They might look at it and be like, Ooh, that's kinda um impressive just in its size and stuff like that. I don't really feel like they're gonna be all that scared by it right um moreover i mean really the the humans are the real threat yeah all along you know it's it's um but even then you don't feel threatened by it and and it's again we've got a story where it takes the trope of like oh you're on a drug trip so you're just laughing the whole time yeah you know and that's not you know that's not really all that accurate i think I, I think the story could have been reworked with, you know, a little bit more, I don't want to say accuracy. That's, that's not the word I'm going for. Maybe it's a little bit more grit. Um, and I, and I think, I, I think that the, the, the drug aspect of it actually could have been made more menacing without being like hit you over the head with the message. Like some stories I know, <laughs> but I guess that's kind of my last question in, in, in the grand scheme of like, Hey, this is it. This is an episode trying to send a message. How hit you over the head? Is it? Um, that's a good question. Cause you can get a message across subtly. Yeah. Or you can be orphan 55. Right. I feel like this was, uh, I mean, I got that the the drugs are bad and you shouldn't do them or sell them aspect. I got that. Even to fund your science. Even to fund science, yes. Um, I think it's uh, maybe maybe towards the lighter side, maybe towards the more subtle side, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because I feel like we started out with like, oh man, this young teenager, he's... He's all crazy because he's on the drugs and he doesn't do any of his responsibilities um, <laughs> and he doesn't care. Uh, but I feel like it's it's literally the him and the captain are the only two, right? Yeah. That are kind of affected yeah. by it. Um, yeah, I feel yeah, like I'm more on the subtle there's, side here. There's no, there's really, there's no big speech. Yeah. By anyone, you know, of, 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 oh, the dangers, you know, in general and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, I seem to agree. It's, it's, it's more kind of on the subtle yeah. side um, rather than kind of walloping you with a, a moral. Yes, I agree. I agree. Indeed. Well, then. John? Yeah. So, um, next time, which will, we will, you will not be seeing us or hearing from us. But also not see, not seeing us um, until the new year. Yeah, unless you listen to All Night with the Living Geeks, and then you will. Oh yes, then you'll hear all three of us. Yeah, Monday, right? Actually, uh, yeah, next next Monday. Although, come what? to think of it, that won't post until January first. So, yeah, no. you won't hear from us until next year. Yes, 
yeah in any anyway. podcasting form <laughs> well well happy 2022 everyone yeah so hope everyone had a as good of a year as you could yes um so the next time you'll hear from us will be i believe the the th- did we say the third or the second or the third it's yeah the third. well it, it'll 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 drop on the third yeah uh, and it, it's my um, it's my turn. And hilariously enough, in the story notes, I didn't put the episode title. Um, oh my gosh, it's Frontier in Space. There we go, Frontier in Space. Um, so we're doing a little longer episode or uh, serial this time around. So John Pertwee is the Doctor, Katie Manning as Joe Grant, and Roger Delgado as the Master. Yeah. Directed by Paul Bernard and written by Malcolm Hulk. Um, yeah, and I th- I feel like um, we we alluded to earlier. It feels like we're we're closing the book on a couple of seasons, and um, yeah, we might we did that with season seventeen right here. Yeah, so. season seventeen is thin. F I N period. Yep. So I mean we're uh, uh, we're making some progress here. Yeah, we were looking at our stats earlier. It's been kind of interesting to see what we've kind of churned our way through in the past 268 episodes. Wild, wild, wild stuff. I know, I know. All right. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ThePodcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JPThrice. And you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Please rate and review us as well. And you can also head on over to SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. If you want to buy a sweatshirt because it's very cold and you want to support Podcastica, you can head on over to shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Or if you just want to support us monetarily, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Uh... Still the same. Oh, you know what? That's the other thing I'm happy about. I forgot to mention. I have, uh, uh, I got, I got my my booster and my flu shot. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, and I also saw a report that once again, uh, it's not great out there. No. So um, let's make sure we're supporting our. Well, let's make sure we're getting uh, vaccinated, boosted, please. Uh, let's do that. And then also let's support our local shops because uh, you know if we can't go anywhere because we're all sick, we should make sure that. When we're allowed to, you know, go back into the world, where there are local shops to uh, to patronize. So support your local shops anyways you can. Retweets, Definitely. links, um, smoke signals, safe smoke signals. Yes. Don't burn anything down. Yeah. Um, and don't smoke the mandrel. Yes, do not. Not those smoke signals. All right, that's that's all I've got. Well, everybody, happy holidays, happy new year. Yeah. And uh we will uh we'll see you guys in 2023. See you next year. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode. We're doing that again. <clears throat> Didn't like yeah, it. There we go. Didn't that's like fine. it. That's fine. Coming in hot. <laughs>